What's up, you'll hear it. Hey, this is Bob Deboo, the host of the Upright Citizens podcast. Got a question for you. How would you like to get inside the mind of one of the most recorded musicians of all time? Well, here's your chance. The legendary bassist Ron Carter will join the Open Studio community on June 14th for an exclusive one-time-only live mentor session. You don't want to miss this. To learn the secrets to the maestro's iconic sound, gain insights to his unique musical mind in real time, pick his brain on his illustrious career, and get answers that'll propel your music to new heights. Join today and unlock your free 14-day trial at openstudiojazz.com. Then you'll be able to not only join the maestro in this exclusive conversation, but dig into his brilliant course, Blueprint for Jazz Bass, and so much more. So sign up now. Peace. Hey, Peter. Hey, Adam. Where are we? I don't know. I'm lost. Hmm. I'm Adam Mattis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast. Daily jazz advice coming at you. Daily. Coming at you from beautiful open studio. Oh, I'm lost. Sorry. The, the, uh, mics, yeah, yeah. the, the, the camera's over there, so buddy. Facing the wrong way. Facing <laughs> the wrong way. Uh, well, why are we talking about being lost today? Because we have a user question. Listener question. A user? They're using us, man. They're using us. <laughs> I really am feeling used lately. That's why I keep saying that. That's yeah, a nice uh, hoodie you got on there. Yeah, man. It's, it's hoodie weather. Boston University, BU. Yeah, big shout out to BU in uh, Back Bay, Boston. Nice. Yep. Uh, alma mater? No, no. No mater. <laughs> no, no mater. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't have any mater either. Yeah. 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 Right. Um, okay, so this is from Hui in... Uh, Hui? Hui. It's it's spelled R-U-I. Isn't that Hoya? Yes. Oh, Hui. I believe I he's Portuguese. Huey Lewis and the news. This is from Huey Lewis. That would be amazing. <laughs> I would want to. <laughs> I would want to ask him questions. That's like, right about the production on sports. Okay, here we go. This is Huey. Hi guys, my name is Huey, uh, Portuguese piano player. Although I'm based in Barcelona, Spain, and uh, I'm, I'm a very big fan of you'll hear it podcast. And I have a question for you. Well, a lot of them, but right now one and the question is uh how do you not get lost how do you avoid getting lost uh playing in a tune while soloing on a tune when you are not actually executing the chord changes i mean you start your solo you get excited you start developing melodic ideas and so on and naturally, uh, I think that happens to everybody. You stop counting, you know, one, two, three, four, now chord change, now C7, two, whatever, you know. And my question is, how do you, how do you get the feel of the song when you are not uh, actually hitting the bass notes or the chord notes? How do you have, how do you, uh, avoid losing the sense of the of the of the form of the of the of the song form and know exactly where you are at each moment of the song thanks guys cool thank you for that uh question Hoy? yeah Is i didn't that better i didn't say it right at all but i didn't you know, say it right either <laughs> we don't have that last whatever that last syllable that he made i know we don't have that in our we, language we, we, no no so it's all. definitely not hooey it's not Huey. It's not Huey. It's not it's Huey. Like, it's Huey. It's a noise I can't make. Yeah. But thank you for the question. That's a great question. It is. Um, Number one, listen. That's right. I mean, that that's like the, the go-to. I can play out of time and out of the changes 
forever because if I'm listening to where the bass player and the drummer are, yeah. or just the bass player, or maybe the just guitar player, whoever you're playing with, if you listen to where they are, and and if you're playing with good people, they should be making it pretty obvious. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they should they should be giving you some some landmarks to grasp onto, uh, unless unless you're just so simpatico, unless you've been playing forever and they know what you can do and what you can't do. Um, you need to be listening to that form, listening for those changes, listening for the one, listening for the five, listening for the drum, the, you know, the drums. If it's a good drummer, they're, you know, we've talked about this before, they're probably marking the form for you, yeah. you know, giving you the top of the form, giving you the top of a phrase. Um, but the bass player is probably you know, the first thing you want to listen to because they're going to reveal, uh, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully some root yeah. for you at, at any time, and you should be able to hear that. And then, you know, I mean, I don't know about you, but I haven't thought about like specific changes like one two three four and in no. a long long time i hate changes yeah me too but uh yeah you learn the changes when you forget them i'm gonna make a shirt that says that cassette edition <laughs> cassette edition learn the changes and forget them okay yeah. don't steal that from me i'm actually gonna do that okay uh but you know what i mean like yeah. like you're saying th- i'm thinking about colors i want to play about sounds that i want to get and then i'm you know i, I just you know intuitively know where i'm in because practiced being in the form for so long now. So, but I think the things you were just saying before this, you know, the drummer dropping a, not dropping a beat, but hitting a, a section, the bass player hitting a certain harmonic thing that, that delineates where the form is. I think if we think about those things as like um, markers or signposts along yeah, the journey, totally, um, that's kind of how, like they're little mental clues so that it's not, so that you start to like intuitively feel the form, I think that there's all different ways to get there. It's not just a matter of like you sit down and go, um, I want to feel the form. It's not that. Um, And then repetition is certainly important. But but as you're repeating something, you have to be thinking about, I mean, really think about it like you're going on a journey, a walk or a drive, and you want to get away from Google Maps. You have to start looking for things or maybe listening or maybe feeling or whatever. But there has to be something that makes give some order to the form, Agreed. even if it's complicated, right? And, and rhythm section folks take note. I mean, pianist, you know, you know I, I assume that, that, uh, <laughs> you're not, afraid to even say, it. <laughs> I assume that he's a pianist, but maybe he's not, but, but bass players and drummers take note that when you give us these signposts, yeah. when, when you clearly delineate the form, you are giving us a very special gift of freedom to yep. get away from it and to not have to think about it. And, and freedom. As a, <laughs> George Michael. Love and it. as a pianist, like I, I consider that my responsibility when I'm comping for a tenor saxophonist or a trumpet player or a vocalist to give them some kind of harmonic yep. signals of where we are and where we're going. You know yep. what I mean? And Because I, I know that that gives them freedom. Well, so that's interesting because I was thinking about the other kind of signposts, but I think this is great. We're talking about two different kinds. They're both really important. And this is actually a good entryway, I think. So you're talking about actually in a live situation with other musicians, what they're playing to kind of mark where there is in the form. But there's also just the things that are built into the form, like a time when you go to a interesting change a transitional thing or like there's a break in the form right you know those kind of things now the musicians hopefully will play them also so there's that kind of intersection yeah but i think that we can learn even practicing on our own uh the signposts of of the form like 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 you're going along in one key and at a certain point it it maybe doesn't do a full modulation but it kind of temporary like i'm thinking about a standard tune where like all the things you are it goes to g major at the the tunes in a flat right yeah 
okay, so it kind of goes to G at the bridge mm-hmm. or whatever it does. Yeah, it does. Yeah, so like those little areas, like you start to say, okay, there it does it. And you don't want to necessarily be like the 16th bar, but you want to know what it feels like along the journey. All right. That you're, I'm, I'm going to see that sign there. And then that would also be the time that the drummer would be like, bam, or That's, the bass player goes down and hits yeah, that. Yeah, I was more talking about, you know, the last bar going into Wynton Kelly's solo on Freddie Freeloader. Boom. Yeah. You know, like that's a signpost for me. Like now right. we're, we're going somewhere else. Yep. Or we're at the top of something. Uh, I, to me, good good drummers, good bass players. Like a good bass player would never play the second yeah. at the top of a form on no. the court. You know, they would play the root, yep. maybe the fifth if they're adventurous. But for me, right. if we're staying in the groove, if we're, I mean, if we're playing music that's straight down the middle. Yeah. Uh, then that would happen. Yeah. yeah. But I think it is important to think about both, for, partly because it's it's easier to practice, of course, on your... I mean, we're going to spend most of our time playing and practicing on our own, yeah. but also not everyone is blessed to play with great players that are going to back and hit that at the right... They might hit it at the wrong time, and yeah. if you don't know... If you don't have that internal signpost, you know... Um, locator you're going to get into trouble but i think it's great to always have several different ways to go about learning and hearing something because that's when you get to that point where that you refer to about you know forgetting the changes forgetting the form and just being free you have to have it internalized and usually it's not just in one way it's not like okay i know that it goes to the four chord on the six bar like a real intellectual approach that's fine but then but a real kind of esoteric approach you, you need several different pathways there yeah usually you can hear phrases i mean something i would suggest is to is to try singing the melody your entire solo yeah. in your head uh, on the way through. Yep. It's not gonna. It's not gonna be cumbersome. In fact, it could free you up even more. Yep. And you could start to play actually pretty melodically. Yep. Um, that will help keep you yep. together. And then, I mean, I don't know about you, but I feel even numbers. Like I feel four bars and eight bars pretty clearly yep. now. Yep. Like it's a and I think, yeah, absolutely. I think most people are like that. I think when you. So then the question is like, what if the form includes you know odd odd bars, seven measure phrase, or whatever. Yeah. To me, those are almost easier at this yeah. point because the, they sound in, different. Built-in signposts. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, exactly. It's just another thing that you're learning. You know, um, a three-four bar or whatever. I'm like, that's the easiest thing to line up because you know that's coming. But that sort of brings us to the next uh, thing that I was thinking of in terms of how to avoid getting lost, and that is concentration. Yeah, um, I think that there's all different ways to concentrate. But the 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 great thing about this is it's something that you can practice and that you can improve. Sometimes we talk about kind of improving your ears or perfect pitch or relative pitch. That, that can be a harder thing. It can be slower. But concentration is something that everybody can work on. And I, I don't really think this is as much of a talent-based thing. Do you think it is? It takes work. Yeah, it takes work. Yeah. Whereas like certain musical or athletic or intellectual things, we, we think more about you kind of are where you are. You can improve it within a range. But I think concentration is something that I've seen some people like make – in extreme improvements in and yeah. I know I have at different times where I've even surprised myself but it does take work for it sure d- well I know that you've done some meditation practice as have I yeah and that really really helps because you learn these techniques like I do this sometimes on a gig where you know like the meditation practice of just gently putting yourself back to whatever your attention is on whether that's a mantra or a color or whatever your whatever style of meditation it's all it's all oh, pretty much I was the wrong same at the thing. beginning we do say that <laughs> yeah. no you know what I mean though yeah. is like that practice of bringing of focusing your attention once it goes away can be applied on the bandstand yes and I, I will do that if I feel myself being like oh who just walked in or uh oh man I'm hungry or yeah. like oh, I can't believe I'm bored that, <laughs> can't believe that guy played that I hate playing with this guy what you know what I mean right. then I'll 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 like 
there are times, not, not all the time, but there are times where I will be like, no, no, that's not what my attention should be on. Just gently go back to where it should be, which is what I'm, right. my solo, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. So I think that in terms of concentration, ways that you can work on that on your own or, you know, away from the piano, a lot of them uh, or away from your instrument in terms of meditation. But I think it's also like you have to give yourself even if you're not in like a real active meditation. And look, it's such a great time now because they've got these apps yeah, it's easy. and very simple ways. Don't feel like you have to go to, you know, a guru in India, you know, to do a, a six-week program. I mean, that's great if you can do that, but super easy. there's little things you can start today yeah. to start to improve it. And uh, But I think you can apply them very quickly to, I mean, the end result is, as you say, on the bandstand, and you always want to be thinking of that goal. But as you practice, you can kind of simulate some of that in that, part of your practice where you're kind of pretending like you're performing yeah. and, and just like in the meditation the, the guided ones that I've done is they're always like there's the assumption that your mind is going to wander at some point but I mean, it's that's like part of it that's part of it. it's like how do you pull it back yeah and that's just practice and repetition and then it becomes that you're able to control that a little bit better I think that's an important part of it never ever think that your mind won't water no, won't wander you know if if your mind never wanders congratulations you're enlightened right huh well, I'm sorry. What were you saying? I'm, 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 Come on, <laughs> man. I'm talking to you. Yeah, yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. Happens it, unless you have reached, happens to us on this podcast a lot. Let's uh, be honest. All the time. <laughs> but unless you reach enlightenment, which you know no one ever really does, then your oh, your mind is going to wander. So yeah. having these tools to do to to work on your practice are very helpful. You know, one thing that Kenny Warner talks about, of course, is like the guru of this for music. Yeah. Is that if you're practicing and your mind starts to wander, just get up. Yeah. Just stop it right there. Yep. Don't practice if your mind is wandering right. this is something you can control there's no audience exactly you don't have to keep playing right just get up and get in the habit of every time i'm at the instrument i'm as focused as possible it, that, i love that too because exactly that's what you can control and you don't want to practice a, you know non-mindfulness as much as you can when you're on the gig you have to stay there yeah, yeah, yeah. so but you want the time that you spend and look just spend more time practicing too i mean that's <laughs> yeah. you know another thing people want to read about and talk about this stuff and listen to podcasts thank just, you very much yeah, but. <laughs> just play through the form with a metronome for a long time yeah yeah. And look, if if you practice it mindfully twice as much with some good breaks yeah. as 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 if you practice half as much, you're going to get there twice as quick. That's just kind of the way it works, you it's know. So true. Yeah. Well, thanks for the question, Hui. That's not right. <laughs> could you could, could I get a little mindfulness on the way that you say that name? I, I can't even. <laughs> I honestly, I was concentrating on my vocal cords so heavily when I just tried to say that name, and I still failed. I'm so sorry, man. Yeah. Thank Can you I say for one the... more thing about not getting lost? I know we're we're almost done. Okay. Sorry. Because uh, I think this is important. And this could actually, we, we, we should come back to this because this is fun. It is fun. And this is, I think, useful. But internalize the form. I know we kind of talked about this before, but think about that as being a goal for your actual practice to prepare, to be mindful and to yeah. be on the gig and to be confident in knowing that you really know the form. So it's just like anything. I would say, when I say internalize the form, it's just learn the form. Some people say learn, but what I mean by internalize is so that we can get to that to that place that you mentioned at the beginning where you're not thinking about the changes, you're not thinking about what bar you want, because then you can play confidently. Yeah, yeah. Like if you're thinking about, wait, is this the second A or the first? You're never going to be able to play confident. Not you, At that time, you're not going to be able to be truly confident. There's yeah. all ranges in it. But once you get to that point where you're confident enough to just like, you know what? I'm not going to think where I am. I'm just going to go with my gut feeling. Mm -hmm. And 99 out of 100 times, that's going to be the right place in the form. And you know what? The other time, that one out of 100 where I get lost, I'm going to use my ears and I'm going to be so mindful that I'm going to click back in. No one's even going to notice. Well, that's know? what I was just about to ask you. I know you haven't probably gotten lost in the form since 1985. But when it does happen. Actually, <laughs> oddly enough. 85, it, I was clean. <laughs> <laughs> whenever it does happen, yeah. to the best of us, like, 
what are some what are some tips? What are some some uh, strategies to get back? Um, Listen, I mean that's that's, that's it. That's all that's you the biggest do. thing. Now, what, when that's the challenge is in a way is when you're playing by yourself. Yeah. But then again, who cares if you get lost when you're by? You can just say it's part of the arrangement. You know. No, but I yeah, think I meant to chop off those two bars. I think listen, but also I would say listen and relax. Yeah. You know, and as pianists, we have an advantage because often and look, I mean, I got lost. I did so many gigs last week. I got lost way more, and I know you were at some of them, but like more than you would have realized just because I know when to not play. Yeah. Like when I was younger, the tendency when you're lost is to start playing. Well, why play if you don't know where you are? No, Shut your mouth, this kid. This is true. <laughs> I, yeah, most pros can uh, can convince you they've never been lost. That's exactly. what I was saying. Like if you're good at I it. I just lift can... up my hands and make it like, ooh, I'm so tasteful. Oh. I'm, just, I'm not even going to play anything right now. <laughs> just feeling this right yeah, now. Buddy. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Cool. cool. Well, this was good. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, thank you. Hoy? How was that? Not good. Not good. But it, well, it was honest, good. It just wasn't what it was I was better was. than mine, but still not great. <laughs> uh, fun question. So we um, are continue to climb up the music charts on the on the. I mean, I by can't. checking every five minutes, it's a slow climb. <laughs> if we were to start checking daily, maybe it'd be better. But yeah, we are. So we appreciate the love you guys are showing us with the ratings and reviews. We have a lot of listeners um, in a lot of really interesting places. I'm super <laughs> excited about that. Are you excited about that? I mean, I'm excited. You're excited. Yeah. <laughs> we're every, everywhere from New Zealand to Nebraska, we're, we're known. Yeah. Know. I mean, point, we, we have this, uh, you know, this Portuguese guy here in Barcelona. So yeah. Just, I mean, one of the coolest places. Wait, if I was in Barcelona, would I be listening to some guys from St. Louis? Well, maybe. Who yeah. knows? Yeah. Well. You'll hear it. <laughs> <laughs>